Hello and welcome to Freedom Through Truth, a broadcast outreach of Ministries of Wayne Weaver, bringing the freedom of God through the truth of God's Word. Let's tune in to today's message. Some of the people that are authorities or have, have somehow put themselves in a place of authority concerning the subject of Ahab and Jezebel, I noticed one of the first things they did, and I want you to see this. This is amazing. It's astonishing to me. One of the first things that they said right after they started in the subject, they said this. Can you about imagine what they said? They said, now before we go any further, I want to make very sure and very clear that a Jezebel is not always a woman. I will tell you this. I have, God has tested my life and my leadership with Jezebels. And it took almost, it, it almost brought death to me. I had wished to die. And I'll speak about that a little bit later. In the earlier time in my Christian, uh, my leadership experience leading the church, I have, I have met extreme difficulty. And I believe the strongest Jezebel spirit that I have ever encountered was in a man. But one of the things I noticed that when they speak about Jezebel, and I, I just want you to hear this. All at once, it'll make more sense to you. That the Jezebel spirit is a spirit that is most often in a woman. It is most often in a woman. Why? Because she is the weaker vessel. So that, that spirit will be inclined to go after the woman to latch itself on that woman. Now, what I notice unique about these people that had so much authority on the ideas or on the, 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 on the, the biblical terminology of Jezebel versus Ahab never apologized and said that Ahab sometimes can be women. But the, one of the first things they said, now just so for your women to be comfortable here, not all women, it's not always you women that have Jezebel, it's also you men. And that was exactly what happened in the Garden of Eden. The apologetics. Because we're living in a day where it is, it is very easy to be branded a male chauvinist. A domineering man that has no, pushes the woman down and keeps her under the carpet and walks over her and everything. Like the Muslims do. And yet so widely accepted in being invited into the States. I found it interesting. So I will not make apologies and saying that. Now I want you to make one thing clear as I speak about this. When I speak about Jezebel, I'm not just speaking to you as women. Let me say this, I'm mostly speaking to you as women. Because they latch themselves, that spirit latched itself much more to a, to a lady, to a woman, than it does to a man. But if it latches itself onto a man... It is almost twice as devastating, if I can say it that way. In my experience, and when I speak today, I am speaking about experience. So in the line of what I'm speaking about, we want to take a look at this and give it a thorough examination, what it really is, and to see if perhaps there are some of you sitting in this audience that have these little rattlesnakes in your own life, and you have stunned your partner. From growth, I believe that if the, this spirit operates in a woman, it can keep many, many successful men from being successful. 
Successful men, in whatever they do, it can keep them from being successful because they're challenged with everything they do. They're questioned with every decision they make. That's the spirit that does that. I'm also keenly aware that today I will speak and unveil so that you can identify the spirit rather than the person. I am never against the person that this spirit operates in. I'm against that spirit that operates in the person. So whether you are an Ahab or whether you are a Jezebel or whether you are tainted with some of it, I ask you to be honest. Another thing that I find that Jezebel's and Ahab's as well will never admit that that's who they are. In fact, they will fight the word. Some of you, as I was standing here already this morning and spoke to you immediately, there is a resistance wanting to come into you. That should tell you all you need to know. That should open your eyes. You, you will seldom hear a Jezebel say that I have the Jezebel spirit. You will seldom hear the Ahab say, well, I have the heart of an Ahab. You will seldom hear that. But because the consequences of confessing it is so difficult because they are both wounded spirits. People with wounded spirits. They look for the wounded spirit. Can you imagine what happened at the Garden of Eden right after Adam and Eve ate? Where did they run? They ran and they hide. They hid. They had a wounded spirit. Sin makes your spirit wounded. It hurts you. It changes you from one course in your life into another course. It's a wounding that takes place in your life. And what I want to speak about is that wounding in you. That this enemy is attracted to. And it latches itself on it. I should almost make it clear just a little bit to also in the beginning to say that some of you might say, well, do you believe that a Christian has, can have a demon? No, I do not believe. In my experience, I have to go on that, and I understand there's some people that do believe that, and I'm not trying to be different in any way. But my experience and the way I understand is that we have a flesh man and we have a spirit man. And the flesh man never gets converted. And if you give your flesh man over into to doing the deeds of sin, the demon spirits can latch themselves onto the flesh man and control and promote his work and what he has been instructed to do. That's as close as I can tell you in a short way how I understand spirits concerning a Christian. So let's look at this. Since we know now that a woman, when she gives birth, has pain, let me ask you, same way, is it hard for you women, and do you understand, perhaps, sometimes, to come in proper, under proper authority of where God has placed you? It can be a bit painful. It can be sorrow. You see, we have no problem accepting the one, but the other one, we misunderstand. We think that my husband is just rude to me. My husband is just difficult to me. And I will not submit to him. But the Bible says there's two sorrows. It's very obvious. The one sorrow is conception and giving birth. The other one is your desire will be to your husband. You will not be self-sufficient. It's hard to make a living on your own. 
It will be dependent on your husband and your desire will be that way because he will be your help. Even though the Bible says that the Eve was made to be the helpmeet to the man. The world has changed that a lot. Now in verse 17, I want to continue here. And unto Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree which I commanded thee not to. Adam hearkened to the voice of the wife. And here is a very big downfall. Verse 19, In the sweat of thy face, Thou shalt eat bread, cursed is the ground. Now, here is the downfall of Adam. And I can only speak to you men that have a clear understanding of what I'm about to say. You men know one of the weaknesses that you men have, I, I included, when I say you, I'm one of them. We have a weakness towards the women. We do. That's why we marry them. We love women. We like the way they look. We like the way they speak. We like the way they handle themselves. There's a sweetness about a woman. You don't hear that in a man. That man's sweet. But that woman is a sweet woman. Her nature is very attractive to the masculine nature. A woman is, has that refined touch. When she sings, she sings with a different voice than a man. I understand coming from a woman's perspective, they like that low voice. They like to be around somebody that has authority. Somebody that they can depend on because their desire is to the man. It's a difference. But notice what happens here. Here comes beautiful Eve. Her queenly look, her smile on her face, her glaring eyes, and going to Adam here. And Adam just, I can't say no to her. Because if I say no to her, she might pull her love from me. You see, a man often is very clumsy. We have big feet. Women, you don't. We have big feet. And we cannot be as graceful as you. Nor can you be as handsome as the man you're married to. So there is this thing that a man wants and longs for. And so when Eve comes with this fruit, the Bible says Eve was deceived, not Adam. Adam knew the consequences, but he waited. And he said, if I'm going to take of this, I'm going to make her happy. Um, it's going to hurt me, but you know what? I want the woman more than I want God. Many, 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 many men have fallen to that truth. I want the woman more than I want God. I want what she has to offer more than I want God. She has her beauty to offer. She has her queenliness to offer. And by you eating of that, we'll start another process in your life. And when God came down, the voice of the God in the morning, he addressed, he didn't say, Eve, where are you? He said, Adam, where are you? There was a different responsibility on Adam there is on Eve. Now, when you look at this picture, you men, this is where Ahab start. Where we cave in. I ask you, there's nothing by saying, oh, sure, you can have that. 
to your wife, to the women, to say that, oh, sure, I have no problem with that. But I add, you have to be absolutely honest. Why did you just say yes? Is it to make her smile and to find approval from her to you, or is it? No, it's the way it is. It's right. I'll gladly do this for you. It's not based on the beauty of who she is. If three, three women come to you and ask you a question, which happens here, they come to me and you ask for a question, have a question, perhaps on a certain thing. Well, I say, oh, I see your hearts are in it. I see this is what you like. I, I see it all over. I just can't say no to them. But I know it's not quite what I want. It's not quite what we asked for. Can I say no, or will I just put my approval on her, even if it's wrong? That's an Ahab. That's where Ahab starts. Because Ahab knows that if he says no, there's consequences. He knows that I'm going to get caught somewhere in another net. He knows that within that smile and that fine smile, and we just came up with this, and we're wondering if you would approve of this. With that smile, there's a fist right behind it that will get even with you later that day or tomorrow or the following. And Ahab says, I'll just bow. And what happens, that makes, and, and I believe the heavenlies are watching and the evil spirits are watching. And when they see a woman starting to walk in that kind of a thing, they will get a hold of that woman. Or if it's a man, they'll get a hold of that man. But mostly, the, 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 the spirit, later on in the book of Revelation, it's called, it's obvious, it's a she. It's a feminine spirit. It's a feminine spirit. And with a feminine spirit, it can also have the same consequences. It'll be, have the same consequences. In other words, what typically happens, and I'll be honest with you, I'm going to speak plain. Some of you might really like me today. I don't care about those of you that don't like me. I'm caring about those of you that will like me for this. Because I... Thank you for listening to today's program. We hope you were blessed. This program is made possible by the generous donations of our listeners. Check out our website and get our weekly word e-letter by signing up at www.ministriesofwayneweaver.com. Until next time, God bless.